Welcome to the Showing Up podcast, where women over 40 can find inspiration, motivation, and endless energy. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Amber Allen. Hey everyone, I have a special treat for you today. Actually, over the next five days, uh, the next five podcasts are from my five-day video series I did in my Facebook group this past week. Each day is a different topic for having a healthy holiday. And at the end of the podcast, I will let you know how you can work with me in 2023. I hope you enjoy the series and I hope you have a happy and healthy holiday season. Hey everyone, we are going to get started in just a few minutes. Thank you so much for joining me today. We'll just wait until a couple of people hop on before we get started. I'm just going to see if I can see comments as they come in. I think I can. Excellent. So we're just going to wait a minute. So yesterday's yesterday's talk in the car, it's like the car chat. That was, I think, um, I think that hit a lot of people. I think that hit... Um, some people kind of smack dab right in their brain. I received quite a few messages and heard quite a few comments about like, wow, I have never, I had never thought of it that before, thought about food and things like that, never thought of it that way before. So that's what these trainings and these chats are all about is just putting in that little nugget of information, that little gold nugget that I think can start um, can start that that wildfire of uh, of change and awareness and yeah it's it's so exciting. So today we are talking about celebrating 2022. Now I was writing my notes for this and I was like, yeah, I'll remember you promised it wasn't going to be heavy. And it's not really going to be heavy, but I want you to really always see how things land with you. See what thoughts come up. Really be curious with all of the concepts that I talk about. Be really curious about what is coming up for you. The feelings, the thoughts. Because if you're not used to doing a lot of thought work and you're kind of always in your emotion and you really live within your intuition and when things hit you, you kind of react and respond from that space. So really think and be aware, uh, bring awareness to what is happening in your body and in your brain when uh, when we talk about these, these things. All right, so celebrating 2022. I know I've gone through this before and talked about this before, about where our brain goes when we try to evaluate our goals, when we try to see what's working, what's not working, all of that. What do you think is the first thing that your brain does for you? Now, it always thinks that it's doing things for you. So what do you think is the first thing that your brain will tell you? What's not working? how you failed, how you won't reach the goals that you want, how this particular goal isn't worth doing, how you're never going to achieve it. 
So the brain is always very, very good to keep us where we are, to keep us kind of comfortable, planted, safe. Don't go outside of that. Don't do anything, anything different or anything like that. So that's really where our brain wants to be. So what I am proposing is that when you celebrate all the things in 2022, I want you to start with what worked. Okay, so we'll get to the what doesn't work and we're going to reframe that and how to look at that. But write down all the things that worked. Yeah, Mary, something negative. Exactly. That's usually where our brain goes, is goes right to the negative. Well, that didn't work. So when you're thinking about what has gone right in 2022, and evaluating an entire year is huge. It's a lot of work to do that. So you may want to say in the last three weeks, in the last four weeks, maybe in the fall, since September, you can go for the whole year if you'd like, but that's a lot, a lot of remembering of uh, what happened. And I, I find it very hard to remember what happened in February of last year or February of this year. So think about what worked, what went well, and you want to pull out every bit of information. You want to pull out every single thing that went well, everything that worked, because if you have a goal or a plan or um, a schedule that you're working from and working with, if 80% of the things work and work well and 20% maybe needs a little bit of tweaking, what do you think your brain is going to tell you? Your brain is going to tell you that that whole 100%, that whole schedule doesn't work. Scrap it all. That doesn't work for us. So yeah, it's even hard to own what worked well. I often attribute it to someone else. Oh my gosh, Suzanne, that, that's golden right there. That's exactly, and we will talk about that. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's amazing. Because you're not alone. Like this is what our brain does. It's the belief that we are capable of this, and then it's being able to show ourselves the evidence that you're actually doing it. So this, this is all goes back, not believing your brain, not believing your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. So this is where the, the start of the thought work comes. And it's so exciting. It's so exciting for me because when you start on this journey, my goodness, anything is possible. It's fascinating. So when we think about what worked, when I say pull out every little thing, every little detail that worked, I really mean every little detail at work that worked. What this can show you is that, like I said, maybe 80% of this idea or of this goal, maybe that's working really well. And you can see all the things that that's working. But maybe the 20% over here, maybe not so much. Something has to shift just a little bit. But when we look at that 80%, this is something that I've heard so much in the academy is that with, and even my one-on-one -on -one clients, that when something goes right, or when something, when they've done something well, and something is working, like Suzanne said, you attribute it to someone else. But I've often heard that there's no win there, even though it's going well, because it's something they should be doing anyway. 
So our brains don't even let us let us celebrate that when you have a really good bedtime schedule and a really good night bedtime schedule sounds very like childlike, but like nighttime routine um, or sleeping schedule or sleep health, like those types of things. When you have a really good healthy sleep pattern, when you are drinking a lot of water, when you are exercising and eating well, when you're doing all of those things, the brain, what the brain generally offers up is well, you should be doing this anyway. Like, really? We're going to celebrate that? Like, this is something you should be doing anyway. So our brain doesn't even let us celebrate those things because it just, it serves up, oh, well, this is something you should be doing anyway. So be very careful of that and be very aware of that, that when that comes up and you're like, wow, I feel really good today. I got a lot of sleep last night. That was really great. I turned off my phone. I was able to, you know, you know, say, go through my, my day in my head and I was able to kind of put things to rest and, you know, did some breathing exercises, all of those things. I got a good night's sleep, woke up refreshed. When your brain offers up, like, well, really sleep? Is that, that's what we're celebrating right now? You can not accept that. That unintentional thought, that thought that has come up time and time again, and it's only coming up because it always has come up. So when that thought comes up, we can say, well, thanks brain. I know that is something that I would accept in the past, but you know what? Not today. I do feel very good that I've taken, you know, I've taken my my sleep really seriously and I've done what I needed to do to get a good night's sleep. So, but thank you for that. And you know, if that thought comes up again, you thanks. Thanks brain for that, but that's not something that's going to serve me today. So, I'm just going to move on from that. It's okay to not accept your brain's thoughts because if you're just learning thought work and if you're just moving into the space of really becoming your your most amazing self and having your most incredible life if that is if this is the beginning of the journey for you those thoughts are going to come up they are going to come up fast and furious and they will come up all the time there really there'll be no stopping them so and we don't want to resist them we don't want to resist we don't want to push back we let them come we're like thanks Thanks, brain. You're keeping me safe. I appreciate it. This is, you know, things that we've done before. We've been through this before, but thank you. It's not going to be for today. And and we move on. So we don't have to believe that. We don't have to let it settle in our bones. And we don't let it have to let it settle in our body. Um, we can just say, thanks, brain. But we're, you know, we're creating a new road. We're creating a new new brain path today. So when we're celebrating and we're thinking of all the things that have gone right, pick out everything. You're training your brain to start to see the positive. You're training your brain for the celebrations because our brains naturally have a negative bias. That if you believe something, you believe something negative, for example, about yourself, your brain will show you every bit of evidence to that. It will prove to you that that is in fact true. So having that awareness that that is what your brain is going to serve up to you, 
now we start having those intentional thoughts of all the things that could be positive, all the things that could be possible. And it's funny that when you do that a little bit at a time and a little bit at a time, your brain starts serving up the evidence to that. I'll tell you, it's a lot harder to do because our brain's natural tendency is to give us the negative. That, that's what keeps you safe. If you live in a cave and there's a tiger outside of the cave, your brain isn't automatically going to assume that it's your friend from next door, from the cave down the street. No, it's going to assume that it's the tiger and your life is in danger. Stay your ass in the cave and then you'll be safe. It's that, it really is that mentality that we are now navigating this life. So when you think about that, like, thanks brain, you know, that's not where we're at today. We're not there yet, but thank you. <laughs> thanks for that. And you, and you can move on. And again, ups and downs, life is 50-50. But when you remember and when you can bring awareness to the fact that when you have your celebrations and things are going well and you're doing all the things or if you're doing one out of 10 things that you can look at, at that one and celebrate it. Don't, dismiss, don't, don't diminish it. Don't discount it. Don't, well, you should be doing it anyway. No. You celebrate that win because all of those little things, little consistent things change lives. Okay, so what what worked? Your brain, so just to recap, your brain will always go to the negative. It will always go to what didn't work, but go to what worked first. If you're evaluating your previous seven days or your previous 14 days, pick everything. Like, and I mean everything that worked. Oh, I, I got up 10 minutes earlier. That seemed to really work until like noon. And then I had a little bit of lapse in energy, like write everything down and really look at things, how they are, separate yourself, no judgment. There's no, there's no um, place. You're coming up from, from a place of curiosity. It's not a place of you did this, you did that. It's okay. That's so fascinating. I was able to do that in the morning, had a lot of energy, but in the afternoon I, I tend to waver. So what can I do there? How can I help myself to have this, this great day full of energy? So then we go to what didn't work. So this is, hey, Bonita. So, um, so this is the time that your brain, it will easily show you all the things that didn't work. But what I want you to do is instead of that battering yourself and beating yourself up, well, this didn't work, this didn't work, this didn't work. And I will um, talk very very briefly in a minute about what's considered not to have worked. So your brain will always show you what didn't work, what didn't work, what didn't work. But what I want you to look at is, okay, maybe that didn't work, but you learned from that. Okay. And you should be able to, everything that hasn't never worked for you, that didn't work, that didn't work, that didn't work. You should be able to find something that you've learned. If there is nothing to learn from that, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. That means you actually didn't attempt to do it. So common and exercise plan. Okay. So you plan it, you buy the sneakers, you pay for the gym membership, 
you tell your friend, I'm going to see you there Monday morning, Monday evening. Yep, let's do it. You you plan out. It's been two weeks. I'm going to start in the new year. Here we go. Blah, 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 blah. And then you don't go. And you say, well, okay. The gym, that didn't work. What else can I do? Okay, so let's stop right there. It's not that the gym didn't work. You didn't do the work. So you can't evaluate. There is nothing to learn from that. There is nothing to learn from that experience except for that you didn't follow through. So when you think about what didn't work, you have to have attempted it. You have to have done something towards it. So when I'm thinking about, okay, what didn't work, that means that your plan was, I'm going to go to the gym every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning between 7 and 8. Okay? So we'll just say that. And that you put in anything that you have, you've put in your calendar before. So you say in two weeks, I'm going to evaluate it. So you go to the gym, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the first week, then the next week, Monday didn't really happen. Wednesday happened, but it was a little shaky. And then Friday, it didn't happen. So by the end of the two weeks, you can look at it and you can, now two weeks is a short time. I would say give it a month, but for two weeks that you you can really look at it and say, okay, I was able to do it this first week because, you know, the kids got off to school really, really good. Um, you know, the, the oldest wasn't sick. Maybe they were sick Monday. All of these things and all of these circumstances that happened that, that really changed the trajectory of the morning and changed what you were able to do. So when you're evaluating and you say what didn't work, okay, Monday, maybe mornings are really busy. Maybe Wednesday mornings are really good because of whatever. So maybe you look at, maybe mornings aren't good. Maybe it's an evening. Maybe it's a lunch hour. So sounds like the family CGC membership we got two weeks ago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Awesome, Christine. Yes, you can, you can watch this later. So yeah, that's exactly it. So that when you think about evaluating what didn't work, make sure that there is, there are things that you can evaluate. Because I always hear, well, you know, I tried this and that didn't work. I tried keto and that didn't work. I tried intermittent fasting, that didn't work. I tried vegan, that didn't work. I tried, you know, working out, that didn't work. I tried Peloton, that didn't work. All of these things, well, that didn't work. I would venture to guess that if you have a long list of things that haven't worked for you, I would be very curious to see what effort was made in each of those things. So when we're thinking about what didn't work, what didn't work is is just as positive as finding out what worked. Because if you really put in the effort and you did the things that you said you were going to do, that you thought you could do, and maybe, like I said, maybe you worked out in the morning and by two o'clock you were exhausted because you had to get up an hour early or 30 minutes early and you were exhausted by two o'clock. Then you can evaluate that there's no failure there. There's no loss. It is really looking at it and saying, oh, okay, mornings, maybe not so good. Or do I pack something else for my lunch to give me that boost of energy for the afternoon? So you can start manipulating and start making those little changes for for that schedule. You've learned something, but there's no there's no negative. 
Like there's absolutely no negative at all. It is simply looking at it going, okay, I thought that was going to work, but traffic was really bad. And that's really not, not conducive for a workout or whatever it is. Or you plan to walk outside and it was, you know, minus 25 and, and blizzard for the first five days. So you didn't go. So you, then you have to evaluate, okay, I'm really reliant on the weather. That's not going to be um, conducive to some kind of consistency. So when we think about what worked and what didn't work, to me, those are both very positive things. Those should really be um, bringing up positive emotions for you because anything I can look at, I mean, this is something I say to my kids all the time. If you're trying, like if you're trying your best, if you are attempting it, and if you're putting your energy into something, how is that a loss? We don't know the how of anything until after we've done it. That's the, and I'll just a little side, little side mini rant. That's the biggest thing. The biggest question I am always asked as a life coach, as a health coach, as a weight loss coach is the how. And you can put any question at the end of that. How do I? How do I lose weight? How do I have better sleep? How, do, how, 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 how? You won't know the how until after you've done it. And maybe after you've tried five things. Maybe it's after you've tried 30 things but you won't know the how until after. So celebrating what worked, celebrating what didn't work because that's one less thing you've got to waste your time on. Now you can go on to something else. And then the last piece of that celebration is what what would you do differently? And that comes, I think, really naturally that when you're finding out what didn't work, okay, what, what am I going to change? And then maybe it's not the whole schedule. Maybe it's just Wednesday morning. Maybe it's just, you know, shortening up the walk. Maybe it's whatever it is. Maybe it's going to bed a little bit early. Whatever it is, adjusting that. How do I adjust that to make this work? Because this, whatever it is, is something that is imperative to the life I want to live and the person I want to be. And that, that I think is a way bigger conversation about, about living, living in the, like making decisions for your future self and living in that embodiment of, of who you want to be. If you want to be healthy, you want to be the, the person that enjoys I'm going to say enjoys working out, but it's just enjoying being active that the person that enjoys, you know, being active with their family, with their friends, whatever it is, it's not just let's buy a membership and then I'm that person. It's really making all of those decisions leading up to that. So it's, it's a much bigger, it's a much bigger, I think, decision to make and I think looking at it as a bigger overall puzzle that you want to be this person, well, there's going to be some changes. There needs to be some changes because the life you have right now, 
is the life you have right now because of all the decisions you make. So just because you buy a membership to a gym or you sign up for a class or you hire a personal trainer doesn't mean that you automatically get to skip all of those things and be that person. It's all of the all of the things that change in relation in relation to that. So I think I've covered everything. Looking at my list here, yeah, so it might take time to get that positive, that positive feedback, what worked. We're always going to the negative. Um, oh, yeah, and we had said this before about when you're thinking about what worked, you're not allowed to say you should be able to do that already. That's Our brains are so fascinating in that way that it won't let you celebrate the little things, but it'll certainly knock you down over the little things. It's very, very fascinating. Oh, and one more thing I wanted to bring up was when you can't see the wins, and this is a really important thing. I'm glad I wrote it down because it would have went out of my brain. Um, how do you show up when you can't see the wins? So when you can't see the things that are going well, and if you can't see what you're doing, and I and I'm hesitant to say doing right, but if you can't see what you're doing that's getting you closer to the life that you want or the the mind that you want or the body that you want or the person you want to be, if you can't see all of those steps that you're making, how do you show up? So really think about that. And I'm sure lots of thoughts, things are coming up in your brain that if all you see the negative, like, well, you should be doing that anyway. Like, like, why are you celebrating that going to bed? Seriously, you should be doing that anyway. So, you know, no, that's, that's not a win. So you're only looking at the, looking at the negative. Well, yeah, but then you, you set, uh, you know, you hit the snooze button three times and didn't get up and do it that day. Yeah, well, you didn't go to class that night. You didn't do that. You didn't. So when, when all you see is the negative, how would you show up? How would you show up in your life? I mean, words like defeated, uninspired, unmotivated, low energy, negative. Like that's that's how you would show up. So when we take the brain's automatic thought and we believe it as the news and we believe it as the truth, then that's that's what it forces us to do is to show up in that negative space of this isn't working. Why did I even try? So yeah, I slept and my body recuperated. Exactly. So you can you can look at things and that's how that is a great that's a great way to look at if you've overslept. Okay, so I'm gonna get this a little caveat here. So two things. So if you've overslept you can look at it look at it and say okay i overslept i needed time for my body to recuperate it and i needed rest if you're trying to get up early and to do whatever in the morning whatever and you're just you're unable to do that then yeah evaluate that okay mornings aren't good i need my rest and going from there then there's that little caveat of if you're constantly hitting snooze constantly, 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 then you have to really look at, okay, 
I'm making a decision in the moment to serve me in the moment. Okay? And it's hard. It's hard to navigate those things because if you're constantly making decisions in the moment, and we talked about it yesterday, um, and we talked about serving, serving yourself to the future, serving your higher self. But if you're constantly making these snap decisions based on willpower, and we talked about that, about eating and the table and the buffet and all that. So if you're constantly waiting on willpower to get you up in the morning, to stop you from eating, to get you out exercising, 100% of the time, it, it's not going to work. Because your brain will always want to keep you comfortable in the moment right now. So it's work. It's work to get up. So I completely agree with you, Benita, that if you slept and you can look at it and say, okay, I'm trying to do this for two weeks. Um, you know, I, I've been doing it for 13 days. And on this 14th day, I hit snooze. You could really, you could say without any negativity that my body needed to rest and recuperate. But if it's every day, every day, every day, every day, every day, hitting the snooze, hitting the snooze, hitting the snooze, then we have to evaluate, okay, what's happening here? Okay, so definitely could go both ways. But I, I completely agree that if you're sleeping, if you oversleep, yeah, my body needed to, to recuperate. So Suzanne said, I think I use the thing as a fix for something deeper. And if it doesn't work, I immediately go to it doesn't work rather than looking at it as part of the fix and call it a win. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Then it really, when you said about something deeper, it really does. Think about it as if you've said to yourself, if I, if and when. So if I become, if I lose weight, then I'll be happier. If I get, um, if I make more money, then I'll be happier. Blah, blah, I'll wait till this so I can this. So the if then or if when. It starts looking a little bit like that, like you said, that it's instead of looking at it as part of the fix and calling it a win, saying it doesn't work. So now I've got to go find my other thing of because I can't be happier until I, until I do this. And so that didn't work. Scrap it. I've got to find something else. But you're completely right. Whatever it is, whatever the new thing is as a fix for something deeper, because we think that we think that when we get to that spot of weight loss, of more money or whatever it is, then we will be happier. And I feel like I'm just divulging all the secrets today because no, no, you won't, you won't be happier. You know why? Because you're the same person because you are, you are you. Now that's not to say that doing, doing work, doing the thought work and doing all of that gets you to this place of kind of awareness and actualization and all of that and you become you become that person so this is going to sound a little confusing but <laughs> stay with me but think about it this way that whoever you want to become you don't need the weight loss you don't need the more money you don't need to wait it is available to you right now 
this very second, this very day, right now, this very minute. That whatever you're waiting for, whatever you're waiting to do, to experience, to be, to have, to whatever, it is available to you right now. So that is a really deep concept. That is something that we work really hard in the academy and I work really hard with my one-on-one clients as well, is we're not working and doing all of this thought work and we're not doing all of these healthy transformations and all these healthy habits to be or to be happier. It's knowing that life will always be up and down. It doesn't matter if you make a billion dollars a year or $20 a year, life will always be up and down. That's what it is. It's 50-50 all the time. But you can you can make very little money. You can be working towards your health, all of that, and have happiness right now. So again, a little bit of a tangent I find, but <laughs> but it really, I think, embodies that whole celebrate 2022 and celebrating yourself. And that is the biggest celebration of all, isn't it? Knowing that whatever you want to be, aspire to be, the person you want to be, it's available to you right now. Because when you start making decisions based on that person, based on that woman, and based on who your higher self is, then you're already her. You're already her. You're serving her right now. You're already her. So Benita said, I'm responsible for my happiness and being thin or working out is not going to make me happier. I am happy now. The rest is just icing. And I think the rest, the rest like being whatever thin or healthy or whatever, it really, I think, elevates elevates your life when you're healthy because it's like um, less of a barrier, especially if you aspire to be a person who's really active and enjoys movement and enjoys moving your body and enjoys like playing and, and whatever it is. I think being healthy just it adds, like you said, it's the icing. It adds that level of ease when you want to be active. So happiness doesn't come from being thin, happiness, none of that. But imagine making decisions every day based on the person you want to be. Imagine making choices every day that honors the person that you want to be. Those are the celebrations. Those are the wins. Those are the things that you can evaluate and say, what's working? What's not working? How do I do things different? So I'm going to leave it for that because I feel like I'm kind of pushing into day four. So day four is looking ahead to 2023. And we're really going to, you know, dive a little bit deeper into that of that kind of the possibility and who you want to be. So I'll leave that with you. So think about that. And it's not you might have those surface thoughts of who you want to be Oh, in 2023. What are your goals? But think about who you want to be. I want to be the person that. I want to be the woman who. I And I guarantee, 
that when you get down past those surface goals, oh, if I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to lose 50 pounds or I want to lose this, get past that. Go a little bit deeper. I want to be the woman who what? So I'll leave you with that. Thanks everyone so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you taking out the time to join me and we will see you tomorrow. Thanks for joining me and I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Applications are now open to work with me in 2023. If you want more for your life, if you want to heal your relationship with food, if you want to be the healthiest and strongest and the most resilient woman you have ever been, then let's go. Let's get to work. Go to amberallenwellness.com forward slash apply. That's A-M-B-E-R-A-L-L-A-N wellness.com forward slash apply. Can't wait to work with you.